Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul. And thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 90, number 90, and scripture discourse number 152, 152. For our show, we use the GEC, Gospel Evangelist Church, Sunday Prayer Letter, as our script and our outline for the show, this podcast show that you're listening to right now. And in this show and in the letter, we have four chapters along with uh, several other little bits and pieces that I won't go over in the show. But I will talk about the four letters, or the four chapters rather, in the letter. So this is Sunday, January 9th, 2022, Sunday prayer letter. And we will scroll down to chapter one because I got a lot of stuff here. If you want to read more of the letter, the parts that are that I'm not putting on the show, you can simply go over to our website, our gospelevangelistchurch.org, and you can read the Sunday prayer letter there and all the contents of the letter. And uh, that would be a benefit to you in your ministry, I'm sure. If not, that's fine. You can listen to the four chapters here on the podcast. So this is chapter one. And in chapter one, we have the opening, the greeting, news, and prayer. Uh, once again, this is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. The title of our letter is, They Repented Not. I have N-O-T in all caps. They repented not. Kind of to emphasize that they did not repent. Okay? <laughs> not. N-O-T. The title is found in Revelation 16, verse 9. I'll read it to you from the King James. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemed, blasphemed the name of God, which hath power over these plagues. And they repented not to give him glory. Give him glory. I'm going to take a side note right off the bat, because I know that in the letter I did not say what I wanted to say. Maybe I saved it for the show. That's one of the reasons why I like doing the podcast, because I get the chance to add a few things in the letter that um, I did not feel led to put in the letter. So the reason I came up with the verse here in Revelation 16, 9, they repented not, was based on being a street preacher and doing it in such a way that you can last for years and years and years and maybe a decade or longer on the street without killing yourself, <laughs> without destroying yourself. Uh, understand that the Holy Spirit is the one that saves the people. And so I wanted to say something about some people will not repent. Doesn't matter how much you preach to them. Doesn't matter how much heat they get. It doesn't matter how scorched they are. They don't. Doesn't matter how great the heat is. Uh, they will not repent, no matter what you say or how you look or how you talk. And knowing this, 
you can kind of, uh, what I do, you kind of back up a little bit. You can relax and just preach the gospel with all your heart. Be enthused when you preach the gospel. Uh, be uh, uh, alive and be enthused and uh, be on fire for God when you preach the gospel. And knowing that uh, uh, you're not going to save everybody. In fact, you're not going to save a single soul. It's God that does the saving. Uh, he's the one that died on the cross. Uh, we didn't. So that was the reason for the title, They Repented Not. So many times I've, I've watched or I've listened to uh, ministers, and they practically try to coerce or make people uh, come to Jesus, and they force it on them. And uh, I see it time after time and time after again, all the churches I've been to and the ministries that I've done. And uh, I don't. I think I might have done it myself, but I'm not sure. Uh, so that's the reason for the title. It's not in the letter, but I wanted to put it on the letter here, okay? So uh, once again, this is uh, episode number 90, and you are listening to the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. This is a tough letter. One that may be difficult to fully grasp the magnitude. Remember that I am coming from a standpoint of being out on the streets and lanes of 13 different cities here in Colorado. From this vantage point, there is a different view rather than from a church pulpit view. Therefore, my message will come across somewhat harsh. However, I so am. I am so thankful, I really am thankful, that you're even reading this letter or listening to this show right now. Uh, I just really appreciate it. Whenever you may, uh, and it's wherever you may find this letter at. I, I send this letter all over the place in all kinds of different various formats and mediums. So thank you, my friend, for being here. Amen? <laughs> I do, true, do truly appreciate uh, you being here. I pray that there will be something of great value that you may personally apply to your life and ministry. Amen? <laughs> Praise God. Scrolling down through our letter, remember, the letter is my outline or my script for the show, okay? And you can get the whole show uh, by email. You can subscribe to our email. I send it out, the four chapters out in email. You can also go to our church website and find it there. You can also uh, listen to on YouTube. I read it there. Uh, you can go to just about any of the podcast apps that that are popular. I think I'm on 12 or 13 or 15 different uh, apps uh, that are out there in the world. You can find me by typing in Touching People for Heaven or John C-H-O-Q-U-E is Touching People for Heaven, and you can I'd probably come up there somewhere. And uh, so let's jump back in our letter. The other point that I will make in this letter, besides uh, what you see or hear in the title of this letter, is that it is easier than most think that it is to be a witness for Jesus Christ. By the time you finish this Sunday prayer letter, however long it takes, because these letters are lengthy, and don't forget all the scriptures that are included. There are a lot of them. They are the key to this letter and every letter that I write for the church. Yes, you can be a soul winner for Christ. I am certain of that fact. That is, if you are born again. Now, if you are not sure of your salvation or you pull back from that statement of born again, then maybe there is some work to do, such as repent and 
turn to Jesus Christ. Just simply pray and ask Jesus to save you. However you word that is not totally important because God is looking at your heart, not your word selection. This is not a test that God gives for your vocabulary and speaking skills. I know that sounds funny, but let me tell you, I have been involved with people who thought this was important. Okay? Beware. So when you think about praying for salvation, you might consider what the malefactor on his cross next to Jesus and what he said. It's recorded in Luke 23, 42. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when you comest into thy kingdom. That was it. That was his salvation prayer. How simple. Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Pretty simple prayer, especially when you're hanging on a cross. You, you can't get off the cross and go to church. You can't kneel. You can't go get baptized. You can't have communion. You can't pick up a Bible and read the Bible verse. You can't do anything because you are nailed to a cross, and you're on your deathbed, basically. Uh, it's just uh, one of those things that uh, I think it's really great to bring up because uh, there is a simple way to be saved. So what did Jesus say to this type of simple, non-churchy, jargonized, repeat-after-me prayer <laughs> that you may have heard a hundred times in a church building? Well, it's recorded also in the Scriptures, Luke 23, 43. In fact, it's the very next thing that was said on the cross when they were hanging on the cross next to each other. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Wow. Verily I say unto thee, Listen, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Wow. This is life on the street, as a street preacher and minister, out where the people are, or what I like to say more is what T.L. Osborne would say, out where the sinners are. Yep, that's right. So let's pray in Jesus' name, okay? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Oh, Lord, we thank you that we can even pray to you. It is only by your shed blood on your cross that we may even call you Lord and pray to our Heavenly Father. Thank you. And thank you again. We love you, Jesus. And in your name we pray. Amen. Wipe the tears out of my eyes. I love Jesus so much. It's hard to believe I've been saved for 48 years and I'm still like a crybaby when I talk about the Lord. It's just, uh, Jesus is so important to me. I hope he's important to you, my friend. I hope he is. So that ends chapter 1. God bless chapter 1. Wow. <laughs> so we'll roll into chapter 2 here. God bless chapter 2 also. <laughs> I'm drinking a, a cup of Trader Joe's coffee here. 
trying to stay awake. I've been up since about five o'clock this morning, actually a little earlier than that. Had to do my live stream today. Turned out pretty, pretty good as the fourth time I did a live stream. If you want to listen to it, it's up on YouTube right now or, at our my channel. And uh, I go live every Saturday morning at seven o'clock Boulder time. That's Mountain Standard Time. Seven to eight, uh, we go through the True Study Notebook, and uh, it's pretty good. I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm learning more. I've made so many mistakes the last three times. I see that I made a few mistakes this time, but uh, you just keep going, and uh, we'll just keep learning. Amen? So once again, this is Chapter 2. We have uh, Chapter 2 has th- several parts to it. It's called the main, the sub, and the letter titles, and also has letter one, a lesson one, excuse me, lesson one, the scripture. So the main series title, this main title shall be used until the Holy Ghost gives us a new series. And that title is The Word of God. It's found in Revelation 19.13. I'll read it to you, King James. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called The Word of God. The Word of God, capital W, Word of God, the title of Jesus, The Word of God. Next under our main title is our subtitle, subseries title. This title shall be used until we have breakthrough and overcome. And that is the title of it, Breakthrough, Overcome. We're using the scripture in Numbers 13.30 for this. And I'll read it to you again. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to overcome it. Don't you just love that? So that after the main and the sub, we have a letter title, and this title is used for our current week and changes every Sunday. This Sunday, our letter title is called, or titled, They Repented Not, N-O-T, capital N, capital O, capital T, put emphasis on not. They did not repent. Found in Revelation 16, 9, and men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed, blasphemed sorry, the name of God, which hath power over these plagues. And they repented not to give him glory. I'm going to have another side note here after reading this. And uh, that's one of the benefits of doing the show. I put a little pieces in here. So one of the other things that I didn't say earlier about why I use this scripture is uh Sometimes when we're praying for people, the Holy Spirit will give us a prayer for someone specific. And we need to pray that specific prayer for that specific certain person. Uh, I don't usually ask why. I just do it. I'll just let, I, I don't really want to know why I do some things. I just want to make sure I'm obeying correctly and precisely what the Spirit of God is telling me. So in one of my prayers for a certain person, I'll kind of uh, say this, and uh, he wanted me to pray uh, the prayer that something like this was, uh, when I thought of the person, I would say something like this, or say this, uh, turn up the heat, turn up the heat to burn the world out of their life. Turn up the heat. And I would that's what I would say. I would call that. That was part of that prayer. I would say, Lord, just t- keep turning up the heat. Turn up the heat and let, them, let the world be burned out of them. And because what I want, I want the world burned out of that person. 
No one knows that person. It's years and years ago, probably six, seven, eight years ago. I'm still praying for that person after all these years. Every time they come to my mind, that's what I pray. Lord, turn up the heat. Burn the world out of their life. And apparently, it hasn't happened yet because I'm still praying it. I prayed it today, this morning. <laughs> How about that? And so uh, what I want is just the just this solid gold nugget of who they are. And I want nothing of the world around them. I want pure gold in that person. Uh, because I was shown a vision of who they are, really are, but the world has covered them over so much so that they can't even see who they are. So I am praying that the Lord turns up the heat in their life so they will repent from the world and um, have that world burned off them. That's what this, to me, from my perspective of being on the street, that's what Revelation 16, 9 is about. Even though it's a plague that one of the angels sent by God, I understand all that, but, uh, you know, and I'm not taking that out of context. It's, it's only, uh, was it two verses, 19, 8 and 9 or 9 and 10? It's just a little tiny sliver of a verse. And uh, he lines out seven plagues, and this is one of the plagues. I think it's eight and nine. Uh, and men were scorched with great heat. It was an angel that had a vial that he poured onto the sun, and he had power to uh, scorch people. So I thought that was interesting. Great heat. And uh, the people who blasphemed the name of God, which had power over the plagues. That means that God has power over the plagues, and that angel had power over the plagues. The angel was giving power by God to do this particular work. And however, the people that he was turning up the heat on still did not repent. I hope you heard that. No matter how much heat you apply to somebody, they still may not ever repent because these people did not. So just give you, I just hope you heard that. So all that was not in the letter. So let's go back to our letter. Lesson one, the scripture now. The sec this section here is used for the supporting scriptures to the letter series title, which includes seven parts for the seven days of preaching the gospel. So on our Sunday prayer letter, January 9 Sunday prayer letter, they repented not. Uh, that's going to be part one Sunday, Revelation 16, 9. Part two on Monday will be Matthew 21, 32. Part three on Tuesday, Matthew eleven twenty. Part four on Wednesday will be Genesis 6, verse 6. Part five on Thursday will be Genesis 6, verse 7. Part six on Friday, which I'll be up in Nettleton on this Friday, the third, uh, no, Second Friday, this is the second Friday, I'll be in Golden. Sorry about that. <laughs> golden. <laughs> uh, that'll be um, part six on Friday will be Ezekiel 14, verse 6. Part seven on Saturday will be Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21. And just to recap one more time, Gospel Evangelist Church uses the authorized King James Bible for all scripture references, and I'll add one more thing to that, we use it all the time for all the verses in all of our services. That's it. One Bible. So we're looking at the word as seed. The seed in the Sunday prayer letter is the title of the letter, such as, They Repented Not. And we have seven parts, which I just read, 
one for each of the seven days of the week that we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that ends chapter 2 in our letter, and uh, God bless chapter 2. Let's roll over to chapter 3 here. God bless chapter 3. Let me get another sip of coffee here. So chapter 3, welcome to chapter 3 here. It's Breakthrough, Overcome, and Lesson 2, Understand, to understand the scriptures. So Breakthrough and Overcome. Before we go any further, let's take a quick look at the verse we use for this part of our ministry right now. It's here in Numbers 13.30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. I said it slowly for a reason. Anyways, when we're looking at this verse, what do you see? What do you hear? There are many things that are going on in this single verse of Scripture. And this is one more reason why I say to read the Holy Bible slowly and deliberately with the Holy Ghost. In doing it this way, what I mean is reading the Holy Scripture this way, you may gain a great depth of understanding that may bypass others who read the Bible like they do any other book, like a novel. This may be another reason why I don't like reading plans that say to read the whole Bible in one year. Now, this is a viable method and one that I've done many times in my life. However, what I'm talking about here is the act of meditating on Scripture. In other words, living inside the Holy Scriptures. Did you get that? If not, reread that last sentence. In fact, I'll say it one more time on the show. Living inside the Holy Scriptures. Let you think about that for a while, because <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. So uh, let's scroll down here a little further. For us to experience breakthrough and overcome in our life and ministry, we come from a starting point of the Holy Scriptures. The Word of Truth provides to us the knowledge of Almighty God, the understanding of the Spirit of God, and the wisdom of the Godhead. This, however, takes time and effort. It is not freely given. Just because our salvation is a free gift, this does not imply that all the knowledge of God is free as well. Think on that for a moment. So, looking at one of the greatest witnesses of what I'm attempting to say here is Joshua. The Lord God told Joshua, Be strong and of a good courage. He did that three times. Then God told Joshua how to be strong and have a good courage. So, this is in Joshua chapter 1, verses 6, 9, and 18. Do you know what God told Joshua? <laughs> yeah, well, God told Joshua only one time, meditate, M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E, -E, meditate. So when we look at this, we can get an understanding of how important this act of meditating truly is. Here is the whole verse in Joshua 1.8. 
This book of the law, now remember, this is God talking to Joshua, okay? The voice of God speaking to Joshua, okay? And this is what Joshua wrote down as he was hearing God speak to him. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. That's Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. <laughs> it's a good one. Now, this is how we shall have breakthrough and overcome. This is how God's people use the word of truth in their life, knowing that all of this is inside a lifestyle of prayer. If you're not living in prayer, then that could be a problem that needs solving quickly, if possible. Amen? <laughs> so, lesson two, understand. Here are the following seven scriptures for the seven days of preaching the gospel, wherever we may be. Each verse is a type of supporting scripture for our seed that this letter is sowing, and that seed is, they repented not. Remembering that Jesus likened the seed to the Word of God. You can find that referenced in Luke chapter 8, verse 11. So the January 9th Sunday prayer letter, They Repented Not. Part one will be Sunday. What I'm going to do here, let me just kind of, a little side note here. Um, I'm not going to do a commentary on the Scripture. What I'm going to do is simply read the Scripture, and you can make a note if you'd like, and you can read it for yourself with the Spirit of God and let Him teach you the Scriptures rather than Preacher John. <laughs> it would be the best for both of us. <laughs> So part one on Sunday is Revelation 16, 9. And men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the name of God, which hath power over these plagues, and they repented not to give him glory. Part two, Monday, Matthew 21, 32. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and you believed him not. For, but the Republicans, Republicans, <laughs> sorry, I was thinking about Republicans. Oh, that's funny. Sorry about that. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get on this show. I don't cut any of this stuff out either. I just leave all this stuff on the show. Let people know that you don't got to be perfect. Uh, you don't have to speak right to do these shows. Just get started, okay? Wherever you are, just get started, and you'll figure it out as you go along. The Holy Ghost will help you. <laughs> Okay, let's read this verse one more time. Matthew 21, 32, and we'll leave the Republicans out of it. <laughs> that sounds funny. Oh, For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and ye believed him not. But the publicans and the harlots believed him, and ye, when ye had seen it, repented not afterward, that ye might believe him. Man, that's a that's one powerful piece of scripture there. So part three on Tuesday we meet Matthew eleven twenty. Matthew eleven twenty. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. Wow. 
part four on Wednesday, we're going to go all the way back up into Genesis chapter six, verse six. So we did Matthew. That's the first book of the New Testament. So now we're going to go back to the first book of the Old Testament. Matthew, uh, Genesis six, verse six. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. Um, yeah, there's a lot I could say there, but I'm not going to right now. I might say that on the when I do the show, when I do the uh, street messages on the video, I usually go into more detail on each of the uh, scriptures that I'm doing here. So part five on Thursday, Genesis six, verse seven. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Hmm. Yes, sir. Part 6 on Friday, Ezekiel 14, verse 6. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent, and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away your faces from all your abominations. Let me say something here real quick. The reason I threw this Ezekiel 14.6 in there is to let us know again that as they do the repenting. You don't do the repenting for them. You cannot force people to repent. You can't put your foot on their neck and say, you repent or I'm going to do. No, you can't do anything to people. You just preach the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Preach God's word, the word of truth. And with all your might, with all your power, with everything the Spirit of God gives you, you preach as a mighty man of valor. Amen? Man, male or female. If you're one of, if a female wants to preach, then go for it, man. Go for it. Uh, we're in a different timeline here, so I want everybody to begin preaching. Part 7 on Saturday, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 21. Lest, when I come again, my God will humble me among you, and that I shall bewail many which have sinned already and have not repented of the uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness which they have committed. Wow. So that ends chapter 3, and we'll start now the final chapter of our letter here. I know it's a long letter. Thank you for staying here if you're still here. Uh, God bless you. So this is chapter 4, and God bless chapter 4. I had to take another sip of coffee there. <clears throat> chapter 4 is we have the recap, the prayer, the salutation, and the ending. So to recap, in recapping this Sunday prayer letter, I don't really want to go into lots of detail. What I would like to say is, please take some extra time this week, even today, right now, and go back up into the beginning of this letter or this podcast and read it again or listen to it again. And if need be, read it or listen to the show a third time. The reason I say this is, that many times I write with the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, and there are small and tiny bits of wisdom scattered throughout the letter. When we read the letter in a scanning fashion, it is possible to skip over these gold nuggets. But it's only if you want to, okay? So 
Let's pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, when you give us wisdom, why is it that it doesn't always come easy? We know that you love us and want the very best for us. Could this be one more reason why you sent the promise of the Father, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, to teach us this wisdom and to help us in gaining understanding and the knowledge of the Godhead? I realize this is a group-type prayer, and one that has questions in it. However, I think it is important, Lord, to ask humbly and honestly questions as a child would ask of their parents. We ask because we love you, Lord. We really do. And in your holy name, Jesus, we do humbly pray. Amen. Praise God. And I just love praying. I, I live a life of prayer. And uh, when I wrote this here a little while ago, I, I couldn't stop crying. Because I... Um, I, I want people to truly to fall in love with Jesus and turn away from the love of this world, from loving all the stuff this world has for you. I'm not telling to hate it, but just don't just live here, occupy, do your job, do your career, do your business, do your schooling, do your life, but don't fall in love with this world. It will it will steal days, weeks, months, years, decades from your life from God. I'm speaking from experience, okay? Just hear me and fall in love with Jesus. I mean, this is the start of a brand new year. We're only day number eight or nine in a brand new year. And treat this year as a new season a new season and say, Lord, I'm going to fall in love with you fresh and new. Help me to do this because I don't know how to do it. When you do that, the Holy Spirit will come and will lift you up and hold you and fill you with the love of Christ like you have never have experienced before. And you will fall in love with your Savior all over again, all over again. How wonderful. And that's possible. It really, really is. Amen? So my letter is signed, filled with the spirit of wisdom, with my initials, J.C. for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have three verses like I normally do in my letters. First verse here is James 3, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Amen. Next verse is Revelation 5, verse 12 saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches 
and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. Revelation 7, verse 12, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Amen and amen is what my letter is signed. So there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, January 8th, 2022 at 4.02 p.m. Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher and founding pastor to Gospel Evangelist Chuck Church, <laughs> touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. <laughs>